the college football experience, Louisiana raging Cajun season preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. Get started today and you get a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. Brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. to the college football experience, Louisiana raging Cajun season preview. My name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating sideline kiss stealing. Wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, let me just get you some music. Let me get yeah, you some music. Buddy, give Feel me good pumped. about yourself. Give me pumped. I had that Panda Express. I got the food coma. Colby buys me the coffee, wakes me up, and now he's getting me rocking with this music. Well, let's get it rocking with Dundee music. It, this is Louisiana. The raging cages, no more Lafayette, Patty C. But I tell you, it doesn't matter because as long as they keep the raging Cajun title, it's one of the best names in sports. I do kind of wish they had Lafayette. It adds to the French flavor, but I agree. They're trying to make moves and this program has been making moves. It has they not? certainly been making moves. Eight bowl games in the past 10 years. They had never been to a bowl game before that this past decade, Patty C and Billy Napier. Coming in seven and seven, his first season win, uh, first tied for first place in the uh, Sun Belt West. Then eleven and three in year two, first place in the Sun Belt West. Then ten and one last year, first place in the Sun Belt West. Win percentage improving each year. Never 50, had 79, yeah. 91 last and year. And when you consider, he's been in first place all three years. Yeah, and the Sun Belt Championship done. every year Getting so far. It done, buddy. And well, this year they're looking as good as Billy Napier was a great hire, by the way. Time at Clemson, he spent time at uh, Alabama, spent time at Arizona State. That's right, Colorado State got some nationwide appeal. Uh, he'd probably go anywhere in the country and be. But he's a- turned down power jobs this past yeah. year. 
41 um, years old. Lots of mileage left on those wheels. But you look at this team and they're bringing back 10 offensive starters, including their star quarterback, senior Levi Lewis. Uh, 29th scoring offense in the country a season ago, 21st rushing offense, 83rd passing, 43rd overall, Patty C. Now, running backs took a hit. Liza Mitchell, Trey Ragus, they're gone. Mm. In comes Chris Smith, sophomore running back. But that's really all they lose. Receivers are back. Their top three wideouts, Earl Rogers Jr., Jalen Williams, Peter LeBlanc. All three wideouts are back. They're also bringing in John Stevens Jr., a transfer from TCU. And you know, his father is a Tecmo Super Bowl player. So you got to just do this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, no. Um, and their tight end, Johnny Lumpkin, is back. All five offensive linemen are back, Patty. See, this is a team that beat Iowa State and Ames by 17 a season ago. Dude, this stat is amazing. Rushing offense average per play as the whole team, five and a half yards per rush. That is amazing. Every time you fucking move the ball, you know, yeah. you don't have to worry about third downs. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I mean, this offense is fine tuned. It's really fine tuned. And look, I mean, I, I just think this is uh, getting all five starters back on the offensive line. They also bring in another uh, experienced uh, ULM offensive lineman, TJ Fayaloa. Um, this this team is going to be a dangerous team this year. Uh, defensively, guess what? Their whole defensive line is back. Nine starters on the defense are back. Ten starters on the offense are back. That's nineteen in total. Look, your whole D line's coming back. Thirty first scoring defense in the country. Eighty eighth rush defense. Got to get better there. Sixth best passing defense in the country, charting at thirty third overall. But like I said, that run defense should get better when your whole D line's back. Also, three of four linebackers are back, and three of four in the secondary is back. Patty C. Um, I, I I mean, where where's the weakness? They got to improve the run defense. Um, I but I mean this this could be a very interesting year in Lafayette, Louisiana, because everyone's talking Cincinnati. That's true. I I've hinted at this. What what's so compelling about this season? Is I think yeah the Cincinnati battle, but also the likes of a Liberty, the likes of a Coastal Carolina, the likes of Boise State or Louisiana teams that have no business flying under the radar and yet are not being considered as uh, potential party crashers. This team could be a party crasher. Let's get right to it, Patty C. Vegas is saying the win total is nine and a half. NC Nick's not with us on this episode, but. He was texting me that this is one of his favorite plays of the season to take that over. So let's get to the schedule and get into it because I think this is one of the most interesting matchups in week one. Patty C is they the raging Cajuns are taking on the Texas Longhorns and Steve Sarkeesian. Steve Sarkeesian might need a drink after <laughs> the first game of the season. Well, I'm sure he'll have plenty before the first game of the season based on his history as an alcoholic. No, we're just kidding. Uh, no, I think he's cleaned it up. And so that that's good for Texas. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, you got to figure Texas is going to be ready with a full off season to prepare. And I'm just saying this is a headache game. Oh yeah. You're, you're coming in your first game of the season. You're getting the longhorns. I'm sorry. You're getting a, a team. That's that's won double digits the past two seasons. Yeah. Back to back. That, that alone right there. You're just saying, wow. Um, 
call me crazy. That's going to be a game. I don't think Texas is just flat out better than them. I mean, I think they're far more talented, obviously. Uh, and we can jump into the, they're breaking in a new quarterback. Yeah. They're breaking in a bunch of other spots. This is a team in continuity. Some, some, some quarterback uh, talent coming back. I no, mean, they're talented. He wasn't a starter for all of last year, but I, he got some burn. Okay. But that's still a big, yeah, you were a brand new offense, brand new defense. Yeah. yeah. There's potential. There's potential for them and, to and bite them. You're, you're taking, yeah, I mean, this is a team that whooped Iowa state by 17 last year in Ames. That's true. And I believe Iowa state beat Texas last year. If we're not mistaken, they did right? in, in Austin. So watch out. Uh, that's a uh, four thirty Eastern kick on Fox. Can't wait to watch that <laughs> one. Uh, we're gonna go Texas, right? Gotta go Texas. Uh, there's just too much of a talent disparity in Sarkeesian. Well, I don't know. He, a lot of coaches have looked great under Nick Saban with Alabama talent. We're gonna see if he's ready to take the next step and be a great coach uh, with his own program. He hasn't been before, but uh, I think, like uh, we said, Napier. I mean, I wonder, cause you say like they are the more talented team. Yes. From a recruiting standpoint, but you got a, a very experienced offensive line going up against Texas's offensive line. Now you would think Texas recruited wise better, but do you go with the one with continuity? And I can tell you, Levi Lewis has been running this offense now for three years. Yeah. I mean, this door is, this door is cracked. I won't say it's wide open, but it's cracked. If they come yeah. in crazy and you know, dial it up. And it's not out of the realm of possibility that Louisiana could pull this upset. And what would that do for this program? I mean, that would be a huge staple win. But also, let's talk about the possibility. We're going to get to it, I guess, when we go through game by game here. Let's leave that. Don't answer the Texas school question yet. Uh, week two, they take on Nichols, who's got a horrible defense, but absolutely fire offense. But yeah. uh, La- Lafayette's going to beat him because that Nichols defense is really bad. Nichols defense is really bad. If I'm not mistaken, let me take a peek at Nichols uh, schedule this past year, put up uh, 87, 55 and 75 points, but they also gave up 71, yeah. 52 and I mean, their defense is a mess. Lindsey Scott's a decent quarterback for Nichols. Uh, An absolute shootout uh, probably b- brewing there, but that's a win. That's a win. Uh, then a Thursday night nationally televised game against Frank Solich's Ohio Bobcats. That's a win. It's a good game, but it should be a win. Uh, now this is the one you circle. Raging Cajun fans, you circle Saturday, September twenty fifth at Georgia Southern because that is a dangerous game. Last year you had to make a. The, it looked like Georgia Southern had this game won. Lafayette put it together and made like a fifty three yard field goal to win the game as the clock uh, as the time expired. If memory serves me correct. Um, if they get this win, yes. If they get this win, this could be a truly magical year for uh, for the Raging Cajuns because after that, yes, it's a back to back away. It's at South Alabama, but they're breaking in a new year co- a new coach uh, in Kane Womack from Indiana. I think that's a win for Lafayette. So if they can beat Georgia Southern, the triple option, which is a big if because I, that's a, a pain in the ass to go against. Uh, they get a bye week, then they're hosting App State, who they beat for the first time ever. Yeah, uh, last season, eight straight L's to yeah. open that series, but finally uh, closed the gap two years ago. And but, and but getting that bye week before App State's huge. Yep. Right. Then they're at Arkansas State. First year coach Butch Jones. I would expect Lafayette to get that one home to Spavital and and uh, Texas that State. Should be a win. Should be a win. Now this one, another one. Thursday night nationally televised. They're hosting Georgia State. Uh, a year ago, they beat Georgia state in overtime. That was in Atlanta. Another big game for them though. Right? 
and this is like their their stretch of the season where you say, "Wow!" Because home to Georgia State at Troy and at Liberty. Uh, I mean, yeah, at Troy on the road that that makes that game a lot tougher. They could go undefeated if they beat Texas. Absolutely. Yes, if they beat Texas, they could go undefeated. Now the at Liberty game, I would probably favor Liberty. Yes, but not by much. And the App State, the history of that game suggests that it's a big jump to assume that Louisiana Lafayette is going to come away with a win, even at home, even at home. I can't wait to watch that Texas game because you want to talk about one that could jump up, let them beat Texas. And then Texas have a solid season in the big 12, maybe even play for the big 12 championship. Yeah. Then that will give credit to Louisiana. And I ex- fully expect, if you've heard my Liberty preview, I expect them to be like a 10 win team this year. Yeah. Um, and then you have app state who I would imagine is, could be a player in the sunbelt, uh, even Georgia state. I mean that you could at the end of this say like, Hey man, this is a team that has beaten, uh, you know, a decent amount of bowl teams, Texas bowl team. I would say Ohio has got a shot at being a bowl team. Georgia Southern will be a bowl team. I would think app state will be a bowl team, maybe Arkansas state, but Georgia state. Yes. Troy, maybe Liberty. Yes. I mean, they have every bit the potential to replicate what they did last year and potentially exceed that. And like you're saying though, despite beating a, a big 12 championship contender in Iowa state last year, beating Texas turns m- even more eyeballs, unfortunately. And Dude, so they almost went undefeated last year. Their one loss was by three points to coastal Carolina. Yeah, exactly. They were, they were a great team last year and now they have national respect based on last year and a more marquee game as counterfeit as that may be out the gates. And so if they win that game against Texas week one, where do you figure they're ranked? They finished last year where number 15 in the country. Yeah. I mean, they should be, they should be ranked. I mean, look, they're not going to be preseason top 25 because it's a, it's a loaded deck. It's jaded against them. Um, but I would say within there, they'll be top. They'll be like somewhere between 20 and 25. If they win that right yeah. off the bat. Yeah. That's ridiculous that they would only be that high. I understand that, but that's, that's the stupid system that we've been dealt. You know what I mean? And How are they not preseason top 25? They returned their whole team. Yeah. That's true. It's ridiculous. They have a, a, a tough schedule. The Sun Belts uh, improved. Obviously, it's not an SEC schedule here, but um, a tough game against App State and at Liberty at the end of the year. Liberty, as you mentioned to me uh, before the podcast, has uh, Ole Miss two weeks before. So if Liberty is able to pull that upset, yeah, you then could this be looking game, at two undefeated teams. Yeah, you could and a major, major national sign me up radar potentially college game day in uh where is that game being played? That game is being played in Lynchburg, Ooh. Virginia. Gotcha, a tough road trip. Sign for the me Cages. up though for week one at Texas and week four at Georgia Southern. Those are must watch TV for me because even if they lose to Texas, uh, the Sun Belt Championship could be on the line. But if they beat Texas week one. And that Georgia Southern game on September 25th and that October 12th matchup with, with app state become huge. Yeah, absolutely huge. I mean, let's talk about the sunbelt. Yeah. Sunbelt has come up quite a bit. They are a sleeper as a conference, man. They they've been with app state. See, they led to what middle. So the conference USA came jumping for middle Tennessee leaves the sunbelt for the conference USA. Uh, who were the, some of the other schools they grabbed too? I want to say, uh, uh, it was it was a. a, a did they get was uh they had UAB. I don't. I'm I, I'm not even sure. I, don't, I forget who was at uh in the Sun Belt. This was a little before this was completely on my radar, or I was paying close enough attention. But um, 
I mean, they used to play Louisiana Tech a lot. I th- I'm pretty sure they were they've been Conference USA for a while. They used to have Florida International. Sunbelt okay. did right, and uh, North Texas. Ah, interesting that they grab those teams while the Sunbelt then reloads with getting Georgia Southern, Coastal Carolina, and App State. Yeah, they and, did a great job, and, and instantly, I mean, talk about how to handle a conference incorrectly. The conference USA might be the worst conference in football. I think you could make that conversation. I think it's either them or right. the Mac. Um, hey, uh, Mountain West, take notes when you're thinking about expansion. Maybe if you get pilfered by the ACC or whoever, instead of taking mid-level uh, other teams from yeah. like the likes of Conference USA, go get a uh, up-and-coming FCS team like Montana or North Dakota State. Yeah, and and lo and behold, your conference th- those teams are likely to succeed at the FBS level. Let me ask you this though: the nine and a half was the win total. We didn't answer that yet. Do you see three losses on the schedule? Let me take one more peek at this thing. I mean, Texas at Georgia Southern, uh, Appalachian State, and at Liberty. Um, I could I could see four losses. I could see four losses. Yeah, but realistically, realistically, not, I, I don't think they're going to lose all four. No, no, I don't either. Uh, I'm on the over. I agree with NC Nick. What's the uh, what's the nine and a half? Nine and a half. So you think they're getting to ten? Because I could easily see three losses. I mean. At Texas, at Georgia Southern, and uh, at Liberty, almost see, and then based App State. Uh, what is that? that's a Tuesday game, nationally televised. No, apps to both of those teams coming off a bye, so it's kind of weird, but it gives them uh, a long week to prepare. I just think that that they they have they have a better team than Georgia Southern does right now, but the triple option can be a pain. Um, and I I really think that Liberty game we'd favor Liberty, Liberty by three, but I'm saying I. I they could easily win that. Mm. Who I think they were better three. than Liberty last year. They may have been. They may have been. I mean, Liberty. Liberty. Who did they beat in the uh, bowl game? I Coastal thought, Carolina. Coastal Carolina, yeah. who beat. Uh, yes. Beat Louisiana by three in in. Um, but Lafayette. Let me tell you why. Because Lafayette was coming off Georgia Southern, the triple option. That will do it. <laughs> the body blow yeah. is a known factor. Um, Dude, I don't know. Nine and a half seems like the, something I don't want to touch with a ten foot pole. Well, you have to on this program, <laughs> all right? Eleven and three and ten and one last year. He won ninety percent of his games. <sighs> it's tough to bet against it. I'm on the over. I'm going to take the under. Nice, nice. Can't wait to prove you to be an idiot. <laughs> That's already been proven. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> guys. If you're a first time listener to the College Football Experience, make sure you subscribe because. Well, me, Patty CNC, Nick, the college football experience. We're breaking down all 130 teams. When it comes to college football, you better believe we got you covered. And don't forget, uh, you know, we also will have you covered for college basketball. I understand it's not basketball season yet, but don't worry. We always talk college football on the college football experience and college basketball on the college basketball experience. So Check out, subscribe to the college basketball experience. I can tell you, Lafayette's gonna be a or Louisiana. I'm sorry, gonna be, I think the preseason favorite to win the the Sun Belt. Well, three so, straight Sun Belt West championships at the very least. They should be in that position. I'm talking basketball. Oh, sorry, <laughs> but yes, football as well. Uh, no, seriously, they 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 got some good news uh, with some returning players. 
Um, and, and some transfers. I think Lafayette is a team to watch out for in college basketball. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. And obviously football too. You, this program's got something going. It's not far from Houston. It's not far from new Orleans. That's right. Not and far from Baton Rouge, that Cajun flavor. Look, we all watch true detective. We know what's going on down there. You know, there's voodoo voodoo in those woods and people don't want to go down to Louisiana and take an L. And and some teams are well, they're not going to have the courage to go down there and play them. Well, LSU has been scared of them. They've only played three times in their history, despite being less than an hour apart. Ridiculous! You hear that? Well, maybe with the twelve-team playoff, they put them on the schedule. Then maybe well, I think Louisiana is definitely a team that might, you know, stand to benefit from that. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so look, uh, me, Patty, CNC, Nick, we handicap every single Division One college football and college basketball game. We've been doing it for four years. We've been way over 500 on all of our picks each year. Yes, as a collective, but also independently, each season we've been over 500 uh, every single season. Um, we're also way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that on the SGPN app, download that app. And if you do, please leave a five-star review, say some nice things because that is essentially how we get paid. Look, we don't charge for picks. We won't charge picks. The only thing we're trying to charge you for is that that service. Can you leave that review? If you do take a screenshot, find me on Twitter at the Colby D follow me and show me that screenshot and I will send you a college football or college basketball experience t-shirt. Come on now. You got to do it uh, at the Colby D. Give me a follow Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K and the college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And don't forget the sports gambling podcast network is on Twitter at the SGP network. All right. This is the college football experience, Louisiana raging Cajun style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.